Hello everybody and welcome to season two of Six Scooting in SoCal, the South Bay's best scooter-related podcast. We're Andy and Aaron, owners of Six Scooters, and we're here to keep you up to date on what's going on in the scooter scene in South Bay. From scooter rides to repair, we cover it all. So stay tuned, stay sick, and remember, all the thoughts and opinions we share here are of our own volition. So stay tuned. Yeah, and you know what? It's not that serious. So if you're upset about what we say, dude, get your own podcast or listen to a different podcast because not once did we say that we are saying our opinions or in popular opinion, blah, 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 blah. No. We say what's on our mind. That's what's on our mind. So there. Done. Boom. Okay. And I'll say this. I think we are technically scooter experts. I mean. Oh, yeah. I don't think as many people have as much experience, especially in the Chinese bikes. As you know do. what? I was thinking about this recently. You have pretty much ridden every freaking scooter out there. Uh, I would say I have ridden a vast majority of the modern scooters. Yeah. Maybe. I think the only place where I maybe am limited is like in maxi scooters. You've ridden a lot of maxi scooters, though. Yeah, I mean, I've ridden the Big Bergmans, I've ridden the Morphus, I've ridden the Piaggio BBs. Didn't you ride a BMW? I don't think I've ever ridden a, B- ridden, uh, rode a BMW scooter before. But oh, yeah, but still, I mean, you've ridden, ridden a Rode the Majesties. Yeah, and I've you know the what? Honda Helix. You know what else you have ridden that a lot of people have not ridden? Is it the Vespa? What is it? Nine four six. Nine four six. Besides that. Oh, that's right. I think I feel you special. Ridden, you, you rode, you rode hot rod. What do you mean? You rode the, uh, didn't you ride the Aprilia? That Aprilia that we got in? What, that little two-stroke racy one? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a two-stroke, it was still a two-stroke 50. I mean, but I've ridden a lot of Aprilias as well, the smaller ones. Yeah, the one, there's, there's one out there that, uh, the, it has a single swing arm in the front. Really yes. Cool thing, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, you've ridden a lot of stuff. I've and, ridden most scooters. And we've worked on pretty much freaking everything. Well, I've only <laughs> ridden the ones we've worked on. <laughs> well, I've ridden the. I've ridden a lot. I ride the vintage ones. Yeah, I've only rode a couple vintage ones. Yeah, I ride all the shifties. Make sure they're perfect. Not a lot of avail, but I did ride the Honda Cub like the year it came out. That oh, yeah. was pretty lucky of me too. Yeah. So, I was awesome lucky. I have a tough job. So we want to let everyone know that we now have patches. New swag. And we have buttons. The Not pa- as new swag. Well, it's still. <laughs> the patches are, they have they look like our six scooter logo. They're round and black and blah, blah, blah. They're really cool. Yeah. So sort of the buttons. And the patches are $5 each. Yeah, it's a three <clears> inch <throat> embroidered yes, it's a iron really on patch. patch that yeah. looks just like our stickers and our logo. They're awesome. And then we have our little, what are they, one, I think they're one and a half inch round buttons. Yeah. That are pretty legit. Black or white, which is even cooler. Yeah. The white ones are going to be collector's items, so. The buttons are two bucks each and the patches are five bucks each. And we'll even ship them to you guys. Depending on where you are and how much you want. I try and keep the shipping free. Yeah. But hit us up. Yep. So let us know. Hit us up. We have them available. Get them while they last. Yes, this is limited quantities. Yes. Uh, we may or may not replenish these these patches. I want to, but let's I see how they we'll sell. We'll see what the demand does. But yes. we've, I think we've already had pretty good. 
So our next little thing is rides. Now, today what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna skip the whole rides portion of this and save it till the end of the podcast because you'll find out at the end of the podcast. There may be <laughs> or may not be a special announcement. There, there may or may podcast. not be a special announcement, exactly. Now, our shop, what's in the shop talk, has been changed for season two. It's called Shop Trends because it's freaking weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I think weird. this is the first time we've actually put a name to it. Yeah. But we've had... So if we go to work on Tuesday and a bike comes in with a bad battery, mm-hmm. the rest of the freaking week, we will have a ton of bikes come in with bad batteries. And God forbid, Tuesday comes again and a bike comes in with a bad carburetor. Like this week. <laughs> this week, we have had a ton of 50cc carburetors. Yeah, and they're all the same model of 50cc scooter too. Yeah. It's like the little QT50s, like the... I mean, obviously these are like the bottom of the barrel. These like are Chinese brand, rung, yeah. Like cheapest but Chinese scooter still. ever. But to have three come in in one week and all need a carburetor? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. and that's the kind of Very stuff we weird. deal with constantly. Yeah, and it, it it comes in waves. It really does. Yeah. When the we, next part of Shop Trends. Stolen bike. Yeah, unfortunately this, is a this sad has event. been a... Yeah. If, you, if, any, if you've looked this into our podcast, you've heard the podcast Good to Bad to Good. Yeah. Well, this is Good to Bad to Good to Back bad. to Bad. Yeah. Same person. Yeah. Same thing happened. So just again. to catch everybody up in case you didn't hear the last one, we had a customer who owned a Chinese 150cc, had probably put 14,000 miles on it, uh-huh. finally burnt it up to the point where it was just unrepairable financially speaking. And so we actually hooked him up with somebody in person uh, who was selling their scooter and picking their scooter up simultaneously at the same time he was picking up his dead scooter. Um, and they made the deal. Our customer bought this other used bike. And it's a uh, beautiful right bike. Spot. It's a Lance Cali Classic. Really good bike. Within the first week of him taking to work, it was attempted to be stolen, which uh-huh. kind of sucked. They tore up the ignition, of course, and locked up the Kickstarter and uh, bent up the triple tree so the handlebar lock didn't work anymore. Yeah, it was just messed up. Um, so we decided to, get, or not we decided, but we got it fixed for him. You know, it sucked, but he was back on the road, and here it is again, what, less than a week or two later. Yeah. And it was stolen again. It was actually stolen. This This one, it actually left the property for his possession for about three days. Um, I guess his wife or ex-wife was walking down the street and saw it, like, abandoned, like, a block or two away, and... Uh, was able to recover the scooter, luckily, and was able to push it back to where he lived in Long Beach. But it's going to need another ignition. Yep. This time they messed up the ignition. I guess they disconnected or cut a bunch of wires in the front end. We'll have to see when we get the bike to the shop. And for some reason, they, like, destroyed the trunk. I don't know I if don't they know were looking for goods. Um... That's just bad. So we're going to have to replace the ignition for the second time. And the triple tree? He still can't afford to do the triple tree. And he said the... And we gave him a heavy-duty lock the last time he picked up the bike. We had one in the shop. 
We just gave it to him for free. I don't know if we gave him a lock with it, but we, we gave him like a super heavy duty chain. And I guess he didn't have that on the he bike. He had it on the bike. They cut through the chain. Like I always say, if there's a will, there's a way. If somebody wants to take your bike, they're going to. It's just how much work are they willing to do to get to it. So, you know what? I feel I feel really, really bad for him. And I hope this never happens to me. And I hope it never happens to anyone. But I'm playing devil's advocate here. I personally don't leave my bike anywhere where it's really easy. Really this bike was out. stolen from his... I think he lives in like a condo or in like a gated community, I would say. Uh-huh. It's, he lives in a gated community with a security guard at the entrance. Um, I don't know if this... I don't think the scooter was parked in a garage. I don't know if he has a garage. Yeah. But he had it in his designated parking area, locked up with a chain, in a gated community. You can't get any better than that. Dude. I mean, the only thing better you can do, and not everybody is as lucky as this, is to have a garage, right? Like, not everybody right. has a garage. That's the only real way you're going to keep your, secuter, your sc- scooter secure. We even know our friend with a bunch of Ducatis who lives in our neighborhood. He parks his Ducatis in his garage and chains the Ducatis to the garage floor. Yeah. And still closes the garage. Yes. You can never be too safe is what I'm trying to say. No. No. Um, but he, I there's mean, no such thing. There's no such thing as overkill when it comes to this. Yeah. I mean, if I could, if I could afford it, I would hire a security a security guard to sit next to my bike anytime I park my bike outside anywhere. I'm so lucky to have Andy because uh, he is my security guard. We're not allowed to park the bikes, or we're not allowed to sit anywhere in a restaurant if when you know if we're ever allowed to do that again uh, without being able to see the bikes from where we're sitting. No. Like, the choices we make are very... They're uh, very scooter-related. Yeah. They, they, Not if we to... go somewhere on our bikes, okay, this is how I am personally. If we go somewhere on the bikes, the bikes are my priority. Okay, someone messes with my bike, someone touches my bike, someone tries to sit on my bike, it, 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 they will have hell to pay. I mean, I'm even when we went to San Diego last weekend, we were both super concerned because we knew we were going to have to leave our bikes outside in a strange place. Luckily, our friend uh, yeah. allowed us to park our bikes inside of uh, the gate of his yard. And where, I, and where we parked the bikes, the way we parked our bikes, there was no way that they would easily get those bikes out. No, they no. would have dropped them and scratched them and messed yeah. them all up before they got them out of the little spot we had them parked in. But I still at like 2 a.m. woke up like, my baby's outside. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It's the first night I've ever owned that scooter and it spent a night outside. That's the first time that bikes, yeah, ever spent the night outside. Since I've owned it. Again, yeah. I have a secondhand scooter, so I can't, you know, yeah, say still, what happened to it before. So I our next it. thing on shop trends, we have a 200 Vespa in the shop. We are doing a sump gasket and stator on that. Yeah, it's also called the oil pan. Yeah, uh, whatever. Whatever. But, um... 14,000 miles on it. And this is the first Vespa I think we've ever come across that has no spark. Yeah. Yeah, the spark is very, very intermittent on it. Um, It has nothing to do with the coil. The coil's a normal two-plug coil. I replaced the coil. Same same thing. You know, um, so the next thing is the... uh, stator so yeah i believe with these vespas uh even in the description of the stator it's the cdi is built into the stator which is yeah. kind of nice 
Yep. Nice and bad, right? Because it doesn't go out as often. Right. But when it does, it's a little bit more work. But surprisingly, the this is okay. So this is the GT two hundred L. This is a carbureted, water cooled two hundred cc Vespa. I think they only made them for like four or five years. Yeah. Then they had the two fifty uh, water cooled carbureted. No, there's no no no. Oh, no. that's right. The only, right. Yeah, that's yeah, as big right. as they get. But um. Oh, carbonated bikes. I love them. Yeah, so it's been kind of fun figuring out how to work on some of these carbureted 200cc bikes. Yeah, and the only gasket is the freaking O-ring on the water pump. Yeah, I mean, this will be fun. I'm looking forward yeah. to working on this bike. And actually, Scooter West was super generous, and they sent us out the whole uh, schematic of the bike. every A parts list of every yeah. single part of every of that bike. I wish we had that for You know what? I totally forgot something. What'd you forget? I forgot to say what's up to our new country listeners. <laughs> Dude, Germany. Deutschland. Deutschland. So I want to say what's up to Germany. Hello, Germany. And Italy. And where else? Scotland. Ireland. I'm sorry. I don't, don't get pissed off. <laughs> Ireland. The US, So we're United States, Ireland, Italy, and Germany now. World famous sick scooters. Yes, yeah, we rock, we know it. Anyway, so our topic for today this is kind of a is kind of a kind of a cool little topic. We've been discussing it a little bit and and you know things are starting to open up around here. Yeah, so we're in LA or okay, so the South Bay where we live. We're located in L.A. County. Right. So we're considered one of the epicenters of the coronavirus, unfortunately. Yes. Most of you guys all know that because, again, most of you all live in the South Bay with us. But for our international listeners. Yes. Uh, but just today, they opened up all retail businesses um, with provisions, of course. But you can walk inside of retail stores, I think, again. And they are opening up uh, churches and places of worship. That's cool. Um, I think so too. I yeah. think that we all kind of have to learn the new normal. Um, so with that being said, we're trying to gauge how all you all are feeling about getting back and yes. doing group rides again. So our topic is getting back to group rides with all this COVID-19 stuff. That's yeah. the title of our topic. Yeah. And our... Our first bullet point is our opinion. Yeah. So our opinion is, let's get back to it. We think like with everything else that's opening up, we should do rides again with safety precautions in right. mind. But let's do rides. Yeah. I mean, we're outside. We're already socially distanced in the sense that if we're all on our bikes, it's not like we can be closer than... We all have helmets on. And I mean, not everybody yeah. has a full face helmet. You could have a half helmet, but you know, we're out in the sun on a hot day. It's already been proven that warm temperatures kill the virus. Right. Um, we would obviously modify our routes and stuff to take into account um, people who haven't rode in a while. Maybe people are feeling a little rusty. Maybe, you know, we're just trying to go back to it slow. But we think it's time to start considering riding again. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Plus the fact that that this whole safer at home thing 
it was good in a way that it kind of slowed the roll of the virus, but we're driving ourselves nuts. Right. We are so freaking over it and we're driving ourselves crazy. I can't imagine the parents that have kids home from school, trying to homeschool them and everything. These parents are finding out just how bad their kids actually are. Poor parents. Hey, it's their fault for the yep. kids. Yep. <laughs> you procreated. You made them. Your fault. So it's a you problem. <laughs> Not sure how that has to do with uh, our rights. But, but yeah, but I'm saying these parents for the kids at home. Blah 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 blah. They need to get out and ride. Oh. Yeah. They need to get out I mean, and just everybody like... everybody needs to get out and ride. It has, just, doesn't matter what you've been up to. Yeah, if that's, you have a that's totally true, but... And you were doing group rides before all this? You should do group rides now. You know you miss them. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you miss them. I miss them. Not Erin, because Erin gets to ride everything in the shop, and she's on a scooter constantly. But it's not the same poor when you're Aaron. homies. Poor Erin. Yes, poor Erin. Get the homies together. Get all the homies. All your homies together. So... Next bullet point, we did an Instagram poll. Yeah, we asked you guys, are you ready for a group ride? On Instagram. On Instagram and on Facebook. And Aaron's going to bring that up right now and let you know what's going on with that. Yeah, so the results were pretty clear that most people are... Did you screenshot are, it? Yeah. On, on Facebook and on Instagram, we had approximately 75% of the people said yes. Okay. On both. So I think it was 75% on uh, Facebook and like 78% on Instagram. Okay. All were yes votes. Okay. So we can tell people are ready to start riding again. Yeah. Um, the next thing we asked people is what would make you comfortable riding in a group again? Like what do you, you know, what do you need to see us doing in order to get you to come out? Um, we had a few good responses from that one too. Um, we only had a few, but what we did get was... It was good. Um, some people were cautious. Some people said they still just need more time. Other people said that, you know, common sense and masks would do the trick. And other people just said, why are we even catering to these people? Let's just do it. So Who said that? <laughs> um, just one of our followers on Instagram. That's awesome. Um, I, so, I mean, we're seeing the gambit. I know who, I know I who said that. I think the majority of people I think I know who said that. are ready to ride. So our neighbor down the street said that. <laughs> uh, he probably would have said that, but that wasn't him. Oh really? Oh dude. Um. So I think that Wait, I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> so I think that we are gonna plan a ride. Yeah. I think we're gonna try and get back to our third Sunday of the month schedule. Um. So I think that this coming June. You may or may not see an event posted on our page. May or may not. Um, I mean, the third Sunday in June is the 21st. June 21st. Isn't that also the solstice? Yes, it Maybe is. Maybe that should be the theme of our ride. I'm not sure how we Summer can... solstice? Yeah. I'm not sure how we can incorporate it, because we're not going to ride until it gets dark. But it is going to be the longest day of the year. Yeah. So that's kind of exciting. It could be a pagan ride. It could be a... Pro-pagan ride. I'm not <laughs> Pro, sure. Pro-pagan ride, yes. Pro-pagan ride. <laughs> it's a pro-pagan ride. Um, I think, um, but I think you will see, at least for the next few months. That brings us to our next bullet point. Um, adjustments we're making. Yeah, things that we're 
make our rights safe. more safe, make people feel more, more comfortable in participating, and just kind of easing our way back into group rides. Right. It's pretty awesome. We've had, you know, what, 30, 40, 50 people show up to oh, yeah. our rides? Um, yeah. And on any other event, I would be like, the more the merrier. But I think one of the first things we're going to do for our group rides from now on is probably do... Um, we're doing invite only? No, not Maybe. invite only, no? but I think we're going to do like RSVP, and I think we're going to do first come, first serve. Like, first 10 people to RSVP can come. What I'm if people really just sure. show up? Uh, maybe we'll have a secret ride, and you have to like be invited. Once like, you once you RSVP, then you'll be given the coordinates. Exactly. That's a good exactly. idea. Exactly. Like a scavenger hunt. It'll be like a mystery <laughs> ride. Mystery ride. And if you and if you RSVP and we hold a slot for you and you flake or bail, you guess won't. who's not coming to any of the RSVP rides anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. Um, and us, like everybody else in the world, we will be requiring everybody to wear masks. Yes. Whether either they need to have a full face helmet on closed the entire time, or if they want to take their helmet off, they need to put a mask on. Right. And if anybody is wearing a half helmet or a three quarter helmet that doesn't have a full face shield, they will also be required to wear their mask during the ride as well. Right. Um, now, let me mention this. Please do. Wearing a mask means. <laughs> Aaron's laughing because I'm like mask Nazi, okay? Yeah. Wearing a mask means that the mask covers your mouth and your nose. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Wearing a mask with your nose sticking out is like wearing your underwear with your penis sticking out. Ooh. Okay? It's just... Does it work like that? It kind that? of defeats the purpose, right. is what we're saying. Wear your mask properly, okay? Yeah. Properly. Yeah. Um, I think the other things we'll be doing with the rides from now on is we probably won't have a real destination. I yeah. think they'll be more secular. I think that they will be more of like a round trip. We may have there, a stop halfway just I to would just do a stop stretch halfway. your legs. Yeah. Or... Um, you know, maybe go to the restroom. But that's the thing. Not a lot of public restrooms are open either. Right. Um, and we found that out on our way to San Diego. Yeah, it was better than I thought. I'll, I'll right. give it that much. But um, a lot of times, a lot of that stuff is either closed or you have to, like, uh, you know, patronize the business. So... Yeah, we had to, that one gas station... You had to buy something, and the code to the restroom was on the bottom of the receipt. Yeah, I got when a good. I, when I went, when I went in to buy something mm-hmm. to go to the bathroom, I went in, I bought something, I forgot what. Cigarettes. Cigarettes, yeah. And uh, shut up. <laughs> and they didn't give me a receipt, and I'm like, yeah, the code of the restroom is on. They said it's on the bottom of your receipt. I'm like, you didn't give me one. So right, and then I stole this receipt, so yeah. I got to go to the bathroom. So we had like a two for one. Um, okay. I did get some in, some good input from some one of our good friends, old Sab Crazy, Mr. Steven Benson. Yes. Um, he was one of the more cautious um, proponents uh-huh. of coming back to rides, and he had a few good points. I think that I kind of want to bring up. Okay. Um, he said that he was concerned that people were rusty, and that if we did do group rides, we should probably keep them either like minimal as far as like straight lines, like trying as few turns as possible. 
or maybe just doing short rides just to kind of get people back into the right short rides i think is a good idea yeah um and he said small groups with attendance limits and that's exactly where we're at too yeah um and i think the last thing he said which maybe uh i was thank you steven yeah thanks steven but i don't know how far this reach goes but he was concerned about our liability god forbid we had a group ride and somebody in that group ended up testing positive for coronavirus would we be held liable so it brings the question do we make people sign stuff do we just say in the event if you show up you are doing so at your own risk that is something that i really thought maybe i should look into a smidgen more yeah but i mean i feel like it's along the same lines of like if you crash your bike on one of our rides like that's a you just thing. because you're on the ride with us doesn't mean that we made you crash the bike same thing with well this. just because you're on the ride with us doesn't mean we made you go on the ride right or we ex- or we intentionally exposed you to some sort of deadly pathogen right um again so you know so like like, like i'm saying we are going to absolutely positively beyond all shadow of a doubt totally totally require that every single person wear a mask and stay six feet apart and a stay mask six feet is apart. not a get out a free card you can go and hug your friends and now if you want to stay six foot one away from somebody that's even better <laughs> you know so you know it's but we would really love to get your guys's opinions on what you think future rides should look like what would make you feel comfortable what places would you want to see now that things are a little bit different um, you know, we don't like we don't get to stop and at these super fun destinations anymore and go and have lunch or go and explore. So um, we're gonna need to do everything from from the seat to on the, the scooter, bike. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting. I have a few route ideas in mind. I'm kind of excited. Um, and again, I think initially just getting people together um, and doing something as a group. And having a successful ride will be most of that confidence that I'm looking for to really own it and like yeah. you know kind of roll with the punches and Aaron and I are not rusty we're just listening no I don't and that's what's funny is for him to say that some people were I'm sure actually that there probably are some people that are in and people could potentially feel less comfortable in groups even if they have been riding yeah. on their own um but it's kind of like a bicycle right like when we ride in groups we cruise we're not racing we're not splitting lanes we're right. not doing anything wild um so it'll be interesting to it'll be interesting to see what the future looks like. And yeah. I think that what we'll do is, you know, the first... please leave us a note. Yeah. You know, how can they get a hold of us? Oh, you guys can get a hold of us in so many ways. You can find us on Instagram at Six Scooters. You can find us on Facebook at Six Scooters. S I K K S K O O T E R S. Yes, all K's no C's. You can email us. You can email us at six scooters at yahoo.com. Um you can call us. Yeah. You can text us. Yep. Go to the website and the information's on it. Exactly. Sixscooters.com. So, but we really want to And if you're your looking for opinion. Yeah, please. And if you're looking for a bike, we just had this beautiful Vespa. Yeah, there's we posted. just posted a brand new uh not, not brand no. New. Let me yeah, let me rephrase that. We just posted a new post on our Instagram page of the Motor Scooter Matchmaker. It's no, it's called Motor Scooter Matchmaker. Motor Scooter Matchmaker. She forgot the the. the, oh, the. Everything is the. Just cut out the middle the. The. Uh, but yeah, it's a 2009 LXV 150 in like the. The green. 
Yeah, metallic green. I should know this. It's verde, I think is what it is. I think oh. it's, but I'm not sure. Um, it's got pretty low mileage for what it is. I think it's only got like 4,000 miles on it. Oh, that's it's in pretty. like pretty much immaculate condition. Been well um, taken care of and well loved. Yeah, if you guys have any interest in that, go check out our Instagram page. Check Motor, out the Instagram page. At Motor Scooter Match Maker. Yes. On the gram. No, the. No, the. No, the. The, the, the. The, So. I'm glad we got this episode. It's a kickoff to season kickoff. one. Two. Two. Season two. You're going backwards. Regressing. Damn. I still this think is... we need to end every season with an epic overnight scooter ride. We should end every season with an epic overnight scooter ride. So we will end every season with an epic overnight scooter ride. <laughs> so our next episode will be our season... Two, ending ride, and we're going to do an overnight. I'm kidding. Are we going on? Is it already the end of the season? <laughs> it's Can the end of the season. Yay, planet trip. We're going to do an overnight scooter ride, hundreds of miles. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and I hope that we were able to bring a laugh and bring some little bit, a little bit of knowledge and a lot of... A lot of quirky, dumb things said. (laughs) (laughs) So, everybody, take care of yourself. Shiny side up, rubber side down. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.